Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. What is up, you legends? I actually got that from our guest today, Fraser Brooks. We have been looking forward to this interview for weeks. Fraser is literally a living legend. You're going to get so much value out of today's episode. Fraser is in the network marketing space, but whether you're a network marketer or not, this episode was just value add left and right the whole time. You are going to love his energy and what he brings to the table and like we're all going to leave better off. So a little background on Fraser. Fraser Brooks, he's a second generation network marketer. After attending his first event in 1987 in the womb of his mother, that that's cool. He went on to see his parents earn eight figures in the industry. In 2010, he decided to begin his career as a distributor and was able to build a business of over 300,000 customers starting from social media. That's really his creative genius zone. After consulting with many companies and coaching leaders in different companies, he made the decision to go 100% into generic coaching, speaking, and consulting. And since January 2017, Fraser's been able to speak on stage in 30 different countries start the Success Summit, the biggest generic event in Europe, spoken on stage with Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor, Les Brown, Eric Thomas, Grant Cardone, Eric Warre, Sylvester Stallone, geez, all of our mentors, author of two best-selling books. He's writing his third. The two prior are I Dare You and I Double Dare You. And he's helped hundreds of thousands of networkers around the world to start, promote, and grow their businesses online. So without further ado, let's get into the interview. All right, guys, we are so excited to have our very special guest on today, Fraser Brooks. And I want to just go ahead and start by asking you, since you are a guest today on Getting Magnetic with Sandy and Wade, Fraser, what does Getting Magnetic mean to you? Well, you know what? It's funny, actually, because one of the things that I really got excited about with network marketing was the idea of attraction marketing. But back then, it wasn't really called attraction marketing. It was magnetic marketing or like magnetic sponsoring. There's a great book by a guy called Mike Dillard called Magnetic Sponsoring. And I think that was one of the first resources about how to attract people to your world. And yeah, so the whole world, the whole, the whole idea of being magnetic or you know getting magnetic, I think, is so relevant. And I'm just so glad that we're able to do this podcast. So yeah, get, Getting Magnetic for sure is a great name. I think that's awesome. Absolutely love that. I remember when we first saw Fraser was actually on an online event and he was speaking at it and he had magnetic energy, right? And we, oh, yeah. we were like, we got to connect. We, we got to connect <laughs> with this guy. Like definitely online, meet him at some event at some time in person. But I love that we're here today doing this. Okay. I actually got this from you. Obviously, you know, we've we listen to your podcast. We do. We we know Fraser Brooks. We've read your books. But I've been doing more and more studying lately because I preparing for this interview. And I want to do a quick this or that with you. Just quick hitting <laughs> fire round. So we'll go that 
Sandy and I will probably trade off questions. Just we'll ask you some quick hitting. So ready? Moscow or Dubai? Oh, it depends what for, but Dubai. Ah. <laughs> okay. What about a cold beer or a margarita? Ah, so I'm gluten free, so I'd have to go. I'd have to go margarita. All right. What's I'm your go to? <laughs> what's your go to drink if it's not a margarita? Amaretto sour. Got it. All right. Tea or coffee? Green tea. Okay, exercise or sleep? Sleep, for sure. All day, <laughs> all day, every day. Come on. All right, beach or mountains? Beach. Oh, unless it's skiing. If it, unless it's skiing, then mountain. But yeah, be, beach. But I only do an hour at the beach and then I get bored. Okay, nice hedge there. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Listen to a podcast or read a book? Well, listen to a podcast, especially getting magnetic. Come on. Oh. Yes, love it. Okay. What about Netflix or read a book? Netflix. Ah, I love the honesty. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but like, hey, you've got to escape at some point, right? I listen Absolutely. to so many podcasts and watch so many, read so many books that, you know, sometimes to treat your eyes to something silly. So good. Okay. For date night, would you rather stay in and cook for your wife or would you rather go out to dinner? I would rather stay in and order in. That's what yeah. I, do, I, 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 if, hey, if I'm in the kitchen, like pretty much beans on toast is what she would probably get. And if it was fancy, a little bit of grated cheddar cheese, throw it in the oven. Uh, like me in the kitchen, not good. It's not good. But okay. I can't say I've ever thought of that combination toast with beans. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, game changer. Game. We'll have to do that for lunch today, maybe. Okay, I've seen you in both online, and I was like, I'm going to ask him this. Three-piece suit or pajamas? Oh, three-piece. Three-piece. You know, like, yeah, only... only, I mean, I'm not going to rock a three-piece whilst I'm watching Netflix. If I could, I mean, no. No, I, I, I live in shorts. Like, literally don't wear anything else apart from shorts. So when I get to put that three piece on, it something something special is about to happen. So uh, I like it. I love, love that. It. Okay, let's ask you one more. I think I know the answer to this, but cats or dogs? Dogs, come on, dogs. <laughs> yeah, I mean we we, fla- we flashed a puppy just before we got started here, and when we were yep. talking. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a dog. My, my grandmother's been breeding Labradors since, for like the last thirty, forty years. So growing up with those puppies all my life. So yeah. I love that. Okay, cool. Well, we love you. We love your energy. We're so thankful that you're here and just pouring into the Getting Magnetic community today. And we would love for our audience to get to know you a little bit better and kind of just paint that vision of like who Frazier is, how you live the life that you do. So I want to start by asking, how are you able to travel the world as much as you do? Like, I feel like following you, you're always somewhere new. How are you able to live that life? Well, you know what? It's actually quite funny because for those people who are listening who have followed me for my entire life, which is basically my family, they'll they'll tell you that it's quite weird that Fraser's traveling all over the world. He's not really like that. So my network marketing career started with my parents, started in 1987, but I wasn't born until 1988. So my dad and mom were so broke they couldn't afford to pay attention. Mom was heavily pregnant with, well, heavily pregnant, like halfway through a pregnancy with me. Dad had to rent out the rooms in his home to pay the bills because he had no money. There was 14 strangers living in the house, sharing one bathroom and a downstairs toilet. One day he woke up, opened the toilet door on one of the tenants, was like, whoa, 
whoa, like saw way too much there. So he closed the door, got frustrated, started walking down the stairs and had his enough is enough moment. That moment that we all have, whether it's before we join or whilst we're joring, but we all have it that really gives us the motivation to kind of change our circumstances. Got down into the kitchen, saw a newspaper that was opened up that was left by the guy who he just kind of caught on the toilet, right? One of the tenants, who's now my godfather, by the way, kind of fun fact. <laughs> and yeah, kind of really interesting. So, and, and the, uh, open on the, in, the, in the newspaper, he saw a picture of an Aston Martin sports car. Now, it's 1987. Aston Martin is like the James Bond car. Everyone wants one. I mean, everyone wants mm-hmm. one now. They're amazing. So, and it had three words above it. MLM, MLM, MLM. I drive an Aston Martin. You can too. And my dad was like, MLM? Now, we know MLM is network marketing now, but he thought it was Make Love Monthly. That's what he thought it was. Like, Make Love Monthly, Make Love Monthly, Make Love Monthly. I drive an Aston Martin. You can too. My dad was like, huh. Clearly, he wasn't getting any, so he was like, I'm going to call this ad. I'm going to call the ad. Like, let's go, which is always weird telling the story because it's about my mum and dad. But anyway, so I introduced him to the industry of network marketing. I then travel around the world but don't leave my mum and dad's side for basically the first 22 years of my life. Like, I'm saying never been on a holiday with my friends, always with mum and dad, going to a meetings, always with mum and dad. So. When I got started in the business, I was at home. First year, I was at home. Second year, I was at home. Third year, I was really starting to get into like the mentorship and understanding how, hang on a minute, my dad's done eight figures in the industry of network marketing. I would be stupid to use the money and move out. It'd be a backward step. So I'd have made the decision to stay at home, stay at home, stay at home. I didn't leave home. I was making multiple six figures. I didn't leave home until I was 29. And a lot of people think like, what? You, you stayed at home and you're making all the money? Yep, because I was around it. So since I left home, I kind of met Svetlana through that process. And I just got to the stage where I was like, work from home. This isn't work from home. This is work from wherever I want. So I, I kind of I kind of just, I've traveled now to 50 plus countries, spoken on stage, paid to speak on stage in 31 of them. But the key really was designing a life where I could crush in the first part of the day and have the rest of the day to myself. And that's where I kind of realized that if you treat your body like your phone, you know, in the morning you wake up, you unplug it, 100% battery. It's go, 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 go. Then about halfway through, it depends on how active you are, but about 11 a.m., your battery is like, charge me, like low battery, charge me. Well, I want to get all the work done before that charge me pop-up comes in my life. If I have to charge my phone two or three times a day, I've got to charge myself two or three times a day. So I like to smash the day done and then I like to explore. I love adventure, but I like to I like to chill out. So I hustle, adventure, chill out, hustle, adventure, chill out. So yeah, it's fun. I love that. Oh, I want an incredible storyteller. Like yeah. I could just listen to you <clears throat> all day. Like tell me all the stories. <laughs> I want to dive into that though, because I love I might want to adapt that as well. Adopt that. What is your what is your morning look like then? Like walk me through the crush. What time do you wake up? I know probably no day is typical, but like what it, for for the pain the vision for the people out there, what does that look like? So I wake up when I'm tired of sleeping. I don't have an alarm clock. I'm not the five AM guy. I'm not the six AM guy. I'm not that. Partly because I live in Dubai, which is three hours ahead of the UK, four hours ahead of the UK, depending on daylight savings. So you know I'm up, up late quite a lot. But I'll wake up, 
I'll kind of go and get changed. I'll check on my emails. I'll have a, I'll always have something. There's always something going on in the background. Alexa, play a podcast. And it's on one of my, like, you know, my two or three podcasts that are on my list. So there's always something going on. I'll usually make sure Svetlana is good as well. I don't read in the mornings. I hardly read really, and unless it's in the evenings, so I've got some time. And then, I, and then I'm looking to create content. I'm like, right, what content am I creating? Who do I need to connect with? My daily method of operation is learn something new and help someone new. That's it. So I'm always looking to try and do that early on. So it's either making a post, replying to someone's message, and then obviously listening in on, 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 on the podcast. It does not have any structure at all. Yes, I could get more structured and get more done. And people will message me and say, Fraser, you need to do a little bit. But it works for me. And I think it's fine. I think it's finding what works with you with me. As long as I win the morning, I win the day. If I win the day, I win the week. If I win the week, I win the month. If I win the month, I win the quarter. If I win the quarter, I win the year. And if I win a few years in a row, I win my life. So that's kind of really how it is. There's no real structure to it. It's just making sure that I win and just, you know, win it. Win, win, winners breed winners and winners produce win, winners. And if you win yourself first, then I think it's just very important that you put yourself at the top of all your to-do lists because most people don't have themselves on their to-do list. You know, shopping, uh, feed the kids, uh, follow up with three people, do a Facebook Live, go on a podcast with the awesome Sandy and Wade, get get uh, getting magnetic podcast. Like this is all awesome. Where's yourself? Like if you, if you look after yourself, the rest of things just fall into place. But most people don't. So I uh, that's how I feed myself. It's just just by winning. So, so powerful. I think that's so inspiring. So many people preach about structure and structure can be good. And some people really thrive off of that. But I think your message is so empowering. I think sometimes people overthink it and you don't necessarily need to have this like cookie cutter perfect routine. It's just, I love what you said, like put you on your to-do list. Like that is like mic drop right there. I loved the like pour, I forget exactly what you said, but like basically pour into yourself, learn something new every day and help someone new every day. Like what if in your morning, your first thing, I actually do a lot of that too. I'll put on those, my digital mentors, I call them, whether it's a YouTube, a podcast, whatever, and I'll have it just going while I'm making my tea or my coffee in the morning and just like fill my mind so I can then pour into others. I I absolutely love that. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the reason why there's always something in the background. So, and this for for the people listening in who have children or one day want children or got grandchildren. Network marketing is the best thing to do as a parent or a grandparent. And this is coming from someone who isn't a parent. But this is coming from someone who's been the kid around the parents who built a network marketing business. So imagine this. You, all of every single second of your life, you're listening to someone who is growing their business from nothing to a little bit, a little bit to something, something to six figures, six figures to seven figures, seven figures to eight figures. And every time you're in the house, there's either a a cassette playing, a a, a video playing, or there's a conversation going on the phone. And then one day, something comes out of your mouth and you kind of go, where the heck did I learn that from? And you go through all the classes you went in school, you go through all the lessons your parents have taught you, and then you realize, I've never heard this. So you go into your dad and say, dad, have you ever heard and he goes, yeah, I talk about that all the time. I'm like, it came out my mouth earlier, and I have I've never written it down. He said, well, that's the power of you know you learn you like subconscious learning. So every single one of us 
should be listening to podcasts, not for the purpose of ourselves, but for the purpose of people who are around us, because environment's everything. It's not the quality of the it's not the quality of the seed that matters. It's the quality of the soil that you put the seed in, and that's why it's just so important to fill everything around you with just good vibes and just positivity. So, little kind of side tip there for the people who have got kids or grandkids: just do it for them. Do it for them. Use voice notes instead of texts because they can't read what you're saying, you know, but they can hear what you're saying. So, yeah, powerful. So many knowledge bombs in there. I love hearing your story too, just that like you were in the womb when your mom started. I don't think you know this, but Wade and I are actually 19 weeks pregnant with our first baby. We're so excited. (laughs) Come on. Yes, we're so excited. And hearing you say that from your perspective, like it it gives me the chills just thinking about how our child and future children are literally going to be raised in an environment where their parents are so present. Like we worked really hard to build what we build. But they're going to have that same thing where they're going to be like, where where did I learn this? And it's like they're a product of their environment. <laughs> mm. I want to touch on that too. Like that, that gives me chills down my spine because what you find is network marketing is generational. One, there are businesses can be willed and passed down. That is building generational wealth and legacy. But beyond that, like Frazier said, network marketing, I truly believe is the best self-development program in the world because you, as you grow, your business follows. It it, it will never surpass you or it, if it does very momentarily, but you're going to grow first and everything else in your life is going to flourish after that. And in doing that, listening to Fraser's podcast, reading the books, doing all the things, having the audios in the background, having the phone conversations, one, I'm growing as a person and developing. So when our baby comes out, like, geez, I'm better equipped to like lead the legacy but two like you said that exposure of our baby and kids and everything like listening to that stuff gosh that that is something we don't think about on the day-to-day like i'm growing this business i'm growing myself and it's going to affect so many people like legacy and generations around me so thank you for sharing that no i'll tell you my my biggest skill is work ethic if that can even be classed as a skill and i'll tell you this it's only because I've seen my mom and dad work hard. Like I've seen them work hard and all I know is work hard. All I know is help people. All I know is grow. All I know is to do, to learn something new and help someone new. It's all I know. And I just think it's, it's, it's our responsibility as parents and future parents to show the kids like you got to work. Like, you you got to, you can have a lot of fun. But you got to work for that fun. And I, I just think you guys are just positioned so well, so well. For that kid to just have the best life ever, it's gonna be amazing. Oh, I'm I'm all fired up now. Okay, I got a I got a question for you. And just thinking through this, so you, I want to say you started your network marketing career after watching your parents, like uh, almost ten years ago. Did you say 2012? 2010 2010 was okay. when I kind of officially got got involved. Yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking Fraser Brooks now. What would Fraser Brooks now tell Fraser Brooks ten years ago? Get moving fast. Like, don't, I probably held myself back for at least a solid year. But the four years before I joined, I was like, nope, 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 nope. I can't do this. Nope, 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 nope. I'm not like you. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, yeah, move harder, move faster, move stronger, create more content. But the big one, the big one is document every single day. If I, if I could be on this or I could be on a stage or I could be on a video or whatever and I could show you me 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years ago, I would have a hundred percent of people I show it to go. <laughs> yeah, that's not you. There's, there's no way that's you. Like, hundred percent, hundred percent people. Obviously, take away the fact that people see my face. They'd be like, nah, 
not you. Not you. No, not you. No, 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 not a chance. Not a chance. The way I walk is different. The way I the way I look is different. The clothes I was wearing is different. The glasses I've got on is different. Like my facial expressions, my physiology, like everything, everything is different. I genuinely feel like a completely different person. But I like to use the analogy of Friends. You ever watch the TV show Friends? Mm-hmm. It's big, right? So if you watch the first episode and then you watch the last episode, they're the same people, but it's completely different. The audio quality is better. The video quality is better. They know their characters better. They feel so much more comfortable. The first episode or so is a bit awkward. The last episode is like you feel like it's a real person. We call we call David Schwimmer Ross. We don't call him David. Oh, David. No, that, that's Ross. Like that's Ross from Friends, not David. I don't even know his first name. Right? I don't even know how to say his second name. So we all develop. We don't change. We just develop. And I've just I've just developed so so much over the years. So it's been really amazing. But move faster, stronger, harder, like straight away. It's easy to say it now, but document every single part of the journey because that documentation will create the inspiration because of the progression is is what creates it. So it's a magical thing, it really is. So speaking of network marketing, I just want to quickly interrupt and share, if you are not already using the 90 Day Habits Journal, what are you doing? You can go to 90dayhabitsjournal.com and get your own copy. This is an incredible sidekick. Think of it as a tool, a workbook that you can use. It breaks it down in 60 minutes of day to building your network marketing business. This is also great for sales professionals, for anyone really in the type of business where you're building relationships, it breaks your 60 minutes of daily focus. Very powerful. I love that perspective. Okay. So Wade and I are really big. We think words are very powerful, right? Like we're very big on the use of words. And so rather than asking you what your biggest failure is, I want to ask you what's been your biggest learning lesson. Biggest biggest learning lesson I think was I went to Russia 2013. I'll tell I'll tell this story. So I recruited a guy, one of the first cold contacts that I'd I'd actually recruited. It was a Russian guy called Sergey. And Sergey came to the house when I first met him. He lived in Liverpool because I was searching Skype using like my find out message process. I was searching for entrepreneurs who were based in Liverpool and there was two guys. One was called Svetoslava, who sorry, Svetoslav, who's a Russian guy in the UK and uh, Liverpool, and one was a guy called Sergey, who was a Russian guy in Liverpool. And my only kind of thought about Russians at the time was Rocky for Ivan Dragov, like I will kill you, I will smash you. He says, "Yeah, I'm interested." I invited him around to the house. I was 22 at the time, and I actually text my mum and dad because they were out at the time, saying, "Listen, if you don't hear from me in like 15, 20 minutes, like send help." There's a Russian guy coming to the house. Like legit, like they've got got the got the phone call on the log somewhere. But I it, it was so such a nerve-wracking like thing, so much so that when he came to the the house, he kind of went like, Hello, my name is Sergey. And I was like, Hello. And I prejudged so much so that Sergey actually became one of my biggest business builders. He probably was responsible for about a hundred thousand customers in my organization. So much so that about three years into us building, he says, listen, we've got a team growing in Russia. Let's go to Russia. I was like, nah, 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 nah. I ain't going to Russia, mate. Not a chance. Like, nah. 
I was 25 at the time. Like, nah, no, no, not going to Russia. He's like, come on, do it once. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it again. And I was like, you know what? I can't say no to that. Like, let's go. So went to Russia. Horrific experience. I was, all put it this way, all I wanted was a KFC boneless bucket with a couple of, fries, a couple of portions of fries. Wasn't able to get that on the east side of Russia. On the way back, I'm thinking, I, I just want to get home. I want to sleep. Like, I'm done. I'm so, so freaking done. I don't want to be here in Russia. Like, get me out. I'm never coming back. You said go once and never go again. Well, I'll tell you this. Like, I'm definitely not coming again. On the way back from eastern side of Russia, we stopped off in Moscow. And Sergey was like, we're going to do an event in Moscow. Like, we're gonna, Let's just extend the trip for two days and we'll, we'll do an event. And Moscow's like, all right, fair enough. So, like, screw it. Moscow, Red Square, be fun. So we're doing it, just about to start this event. And I'm like, Sergey, who, who's translating me? Who's interpreting me? Because, like, he doesn't usually do it. And in walks in this hot, hot blonde girl. Like, I'm, thinking, I'm like, oh, wow. She is like, please don't be in the team. Please don't be in the team. Please don't be in the team. Right? And she comes up to the front of the stage and says, like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to be interpreting you. I'm going to be translating you. And I'm like, oh, flipping awesome. Like, better, I better up my game. So I kind of up my game and she translated. And and at the end, she kind of said, like, hey, do you want to go out into Moscow? I'll show you Moscow because I bet you haven't really seen Moscow with the room full of boring people. She wasn't a Netmar. Anyway, I married her, like, seven years later. It was, it was Svetlana. So my biggest, my biggest learning lesson was – Never, ever, ever prejudge anyone just because you think they might not do it. Wonderful things can happen. Network marketing hasn't just changed my financial life. It hasn't just changed me as a person, but it's helped me find the woman of the absolute woman of my dreams. And so when I say that, it's just there's always going to be something great come out of every single person you come across in network marketing. The haters teach you so, so much. They grow your thick. They grow your thick skin. The people who join and quit, they help you. They help you reach the top. The people who join and get you there, it won't just be. It won't just be the income. It'll be the friendship you've got. My godfather, Flippinette. My dad didn't just find network marketing because my godfather's newspaper and MLM. You know, he found a really good friend, one of his best friends, who then became someone who I can rely on and trust with my entire life. So, biggest learning lesson was say yes, even if it scares you. And wonderful things will come that you least expect as long as you're prepared for them to happen to you. And it's being magnetic, right? Yes. Wow. I was going to ask how you met Svetlana. And I love that it was tied in with your biggest learning lesson. Like yeah, how incredible. Sure. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, say yes to things, right? Like if you were like, no, I'm not going to Moscow. Oh my gosh. I can't even fathom that. But it's it's got to be. It was meant to be. That That is really cool. Okay. You are... I, your creative genius zone, what I see in you and, and is how you show up online, how you build community, how you build engagement, it, like you're a social media master ninja, the network marketing ninja. So within your creative genius zone and social media for the network marketers out there, what you know advice could you give? What are some tips you have on not only like showing up online and that kind of attraction or magnetic marketing we've been talking about, but creating strong community and engagement, because I see that in your following in what you put out there. Well, one of my, one of my life philosophies, the, the, there's a few, 
but one of them is treat everyone like a someone. It's one of the biggest things that I live, and I, I genuinely live it as well. If I, if if you were to follow me for seven days from a distance and I knew no one was following me, like you would see me like kind of doing it. But I think the big thing about growing community is is literally every single person who is watching you and following you is taking time out of their day to give you love, to watch you, to share you, to comment on you. So appreciating that, appreciating that because you are literally one person away from building a million dollar business, whether it's them or not, but their comment can then spread that live or that post or that, you know, that reel out to someone who needs to see that message so much so that they start following you, become a raving fan. Like Sandy, like how do I get involved in the business? Wait, like how do I buy the products and therefore, and, and, and so on and so forth. So, Point number one is treat every single person who adds you, who follows you, who messages you like a someone. None of these fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji comments to people who have never messaged you you for the first time. It's, no, no. Hey, Mary, thank you so, so much for your message. Really appreciate you. What's What's good going on in your life right now, right? Or even better, do what almost no one does and send them a video message. Like who who's sending video messages these days? Like, hey, I just wanted to like, no one does it. Like hardly anyone does it, but it makes it personal and spending that time and taking that time. So number one, make everyone feel like someone, even if it's just replying to their comments. Point number two. You do a really good job of that. Yeah. Every time I tag you in something or comment on a picture, you always respond. Thanks, legend. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. you. Like every single time. Well, Fraser makes us feel special. We're like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. Can I ask you a question there? Because I sent a video message yesterday. I, Sandy and I love voice memo and video message because it allows the energy, enthusiasm, excitement, the inflection in your voice, the intention behind it to kind of come through. <laughs> I'm always done beats perfect, like do it sloppy. So yesterday, I started sending a video message. And this is gonna get a little PG 13. But I, I usually work from home without a shirt on just shorts. And I realized I'm like, I barely know this guy. And here I am like laying sprawled on the couch, my nipples were like out one nipple was just like front forefront of the video and I just kept going with it. I'm like I'm sorry I'm realizing like my nipple you're probably just staring at my nipple at this point and, <laughs> did he respond so I, I was like should I send this like I barely know him we had connected I had coached him through a health program but like from afar and he respond I decided to send it and he responded and he was cracking up it built the rapport and it just led to such a good conversation and it almost like we got to know each other better from that. But as far as video message and and I just want to empower that, like do it imperfect. Let people know the authentic you, like showing up the authentic you online is the best. But such a good point there. I had to like just interject and share that story. And for those of you who are listening, Wade is still wearing no top. Um, <laughs> so like it, it's like he, he get he slips the nipple in just from time to time there. <laughs> no, he, he really he's got shit. But you know, a couple, couple of buttons lower, I can see the whole thing. So anyway, um, the second thing is is giving the community a name. You'll notice I say legend a lot. I call everyone legend. It's part of the make. If if someone says to you, "Oh, thanks, legend," it's not a word that gets commonly used, especially with strangers. They're like, "Oh my." Oh my. Like, I feel like one. Like, I'm, is, is, have I got permission to say, can you, like, I'm a legend? Yeah, yes, I am. Um, so using words that you wouldn't usually. So I say I say legend and superstar a lot, like a lot. But if you have a community, give them a name. Like, give them a name so they feel loved and they feel belonged. I think, I think creating consistent content, video-based content is just, is everything. 
as you mentioned, like tonality, inflection, like just even the way you move your hands, your face, I'm quite expressionate on purpose. I'm not like, you know, not going to, I mean, it's hard to show the listeners, but I'm not just going to talk monotone. I can't even do it. I can't even talk monotone without any facial expressions. It's just been drilled into me for such a long time. But yeah, it's, it's, it's creating a lot of video content, not just for the, vir- the virality of it, but for the fact that it just makes you better. Like when you come to speak on stage, the person who does consistent video content will be way better than the person who doesn't do any of it because they've technically done hundreds and thousands of talks to the camera. And now you just, you know, you just replace the camera with the, with the people. Right. I want to ask you a question there. On that one, to just drive home that point, some people say like I start and I go to do an Instagram story or live or something and I feel like I'm just staring into my phone (laughs) and I try, like I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's natural, but I always envisioned a big audience out on the other side of the phone. How do you, when you go to speak into it or make a video, like how do you envision it or feel comfortable? Like I'm not just me talking to my phone. I'm actually like talking to an audience. Like what's your, how would you empower people there? We're kind of scared to do video. Messy action. Be an action taker and not an action faker. It's it's one of those things that everyone's going to be everyone's going to be different. Like some people don't like seeing. Like I'm looking at if I'm looking at this, I'm not technically looking at the lens. I'm looking at myself a lot of the time or, or you guys. But when I'm doing it's just me on a live. I will have it selfie mode and I'll be just having a conversation with myself. It feels really really weird at first, but. You just get used to it. And if you're using Facebook, you can turn the settings on to only me. So it's only you who's talking. And then you can switch the settings once it's published from only me to public. So then everyone can see it after you've kind of after you've kind of done it on Instagram. You can't really do that unless you mess around with the settings, which I don't re- recommend. But I, I think a lot of it's just it's just it's being prepared. Have an intro or hook, three points. And then a close and just stick to the script for the first, the first 20, 30, 40 episodes. And then the next question is, but I don't know what to talk about. Go on Google, go and type something and there'll be articles, thousands, millions of articles about that. How to work topless. Like, wait, there will be, (laughs) there will be a million articles, three of them written by Sandy and Wade. There'll be millions of articles (laughs) on that. Like, it sounds weird, but there's an article on it everything so just get inspiration and the more the more prepared you are the the better it is the easier it is the more simple it is until eventually you don't like like this podcast we just arranged the time arranged the date jumped on and we've not had any kind of back and forth before it really we're just having a conversation and that's what you got to do is is treat the live like just a conversation and when you start seeing people on you can ask them ask them what they want ask them for their feedback and answer their questions and i think the last thing really it's really important is that people focus on one or two areas of their life or one or two passions that they do. If you talk about everything in your life, people are a bit ah I always use the analogy of if you go to the if you go to the like sit down with your partner to about to chill out and watch a movie, if you were to rent a movie from Blockbuster or whoever whoever does that anymore, I don't think there's just Netflix, isn't it? You're not gonna sit down and go, Oh, I really fancy watching a thriller, sci-fi, horror, drama, biography, adventure, action, crime, romantic movie tonight. No, it's always, I want to watch, let's watch an action, let's watch a comedy, let's watch a romantic comedy. It's only ever one or two things. It's not all the things. So it's really niching down. You guys in America call it niche. 
So you can say niches to riches. We can't really say niches to riches. It doesn't really work. So niches to riches, is so, it's just so important. But as long as you're consistent and as long as you don't quit on a bad day, you, you're going to win because it works 100% of the time for 100% of people to give at the time. It just does. Mm. It's fun. Mm, I love all that. So what's next for Frasier? What are you most looking forward to in life right now? So, um, right, we obviously we just got a puppy, which uh, I'm super, super pumped about. Like, it's a great, it sounds really bad, and the dog owners out there are going to maybe kill me for saying this, but they might understand it, but it, it's a perfect distraction from work. And we haven't got it because of a distraction, but it's the perfect thing you just you just switch off. So I'm really excited about that. I'm just about to finish writing my third, technically fourth book, but we class it as the third book. So that's going to be announcing soon. And just, you know what, more of the same. I'm just, I get really excited and really fired up about serving, just helping someone. And Jim Rohn said it best. Jim Rohn's definition of success, or he says, success can be measured by the number of people who mention your name in their success story. And the idea of there being meetings going on around the world, online or offline, and saying, oh, I read Fraser's book and this happened. I've listened to Fraser's podcast and this happened. I watched Fraser's YouTube and this happened. I watched Fraser's Facebook and Instagram lives and this happened. It's just, you don't realize it until someone tells you it. And, you know, not everyone tells you it until someone goes, guys, I've been listening to Getting Magnetic podcast. Like, I've watched, I've listened to 60 plus episodes and, like, I've got to tell you. And you look at each other and you realize, wow, I didn't realize that was what success really is. But helping people fires me. It just fires me and so many people up. So I'm just excited about just helping people. Just, just, I, just want, I just want them to win. I just really want them to win. And uh, yeah, fires me up. Yeah, it just fires me up. Fires me up. I love yeah, it. I absolutely love it. Well, I think through this interview, we've gotten a good answer i was literally next gonna ask you like what what difference are you looking to make in the world but i feel like i know it's to help people but like and, and to answer that like what change or, or difference are you looking to make in the world and people's lives well I, my my long goal i believe i believe your biggest goal in life shouldn't be able to be accomplished whilst you're alive that's like it's a really kind of weird way it makes me think long term right like you just got to think long term long term too many people think for next week too many th- people think about who am I going to go on a night out with? Too many people think about what should we have for dinner tonight, which is important. But, you know, you've got to be thinking like long, 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 long term. So my big goal is to be the number one, the number one most valuable asset in the network marketing space. And Jim Rohn has currently got it. Eric Warre is going to be overtaken, well, most likely overtaking him, t- overtaking him this decade. And I, I just want to take over. I just want to take over the, the that that kind of title it's kind of interesting because i've probably got more recorded content in terms of hours than jim Rohn has just because of technology and it's very very easy but every single one of you listening you can have the same opportunity too so i just want to be a super valuable asset i just want people to learn something every single time they hear me or watch me or see me and i just don't i don't want anyone to ever feel that oh, it was a waste i ah, oh, that was yeah i could have done something better with my life there so that's why I always focus on that. I always ask myself that. I'll come off this podcast and I'll be like, all right, what was the one big thing that I would have taken away if I listened to that back? Okay, great. Um, and I, I'd move on to the next thing, just making sure that I've, I've added value to other people's lives. So yeah, being that, having that long-term goal and being the asset in the industry just fires me up. The industry's given me so much. Like I just have to give back to it. It's just how, how life works and how the world works. I absolutely, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, absolute mic drop moment. The concept of, I you saying, I think 
our biggest goal shouldn't be able to be accomplished while we're alive. Like my, I feel like my biggest underlying why and driving in doing what I do is like legacy and leaving a legacy. It's not just while we're here. And it's like, wow, yeah, you write a book or you have programs or whatever it is, or you raise up other leaders in the world will last beyond you. Like that is the goal. So you might not impact 1 billion people while you're alive, but guess what? Jim Rohn has passed the late great Jim Rohn. He's like one of my biggest mentors. He still mentors me to this day. I still listen to his YouTubes, his audios, all the things like that's, that's the goal, right? So that is chills down the spine. There's one thing I want to do though. So you just, you just touched on it. So in about 15 to 18 years, a very, very special person will be listening to this episode right now. And I want to make sure he or she really understands this. So it makes me emotional because I wish someone did this to me. So that person is going to be your daughter or your son. And they're going to be listening to mom and dad. And they're going to be listening into this episode thinking, whoa, that's what mom and dad sounded like when they were, you know, five, 10 years older than me. Like, I really need to do something like this too to my, to my friends and my family and my community. And I just want to let that little girl, that little boy know that keep encouraging mom and dad, keep supporting mom and dad, push them to go 10 times bigger, 10 times bolder, 10 times braver, and just make sure that when they pass the baton on to you, they pass the, the legacy on to you, that you do the same to future generations in, in, in your life. And uh, yeah, aim to be great, aim to do what you want to do. And I know mom and dad are going to encourage you to do whatever you want to do in your life. So podcasts, this podcast is a legacy tool right now. This will be on. We'll be able to listen to this for years and years and years to come. So big congrats to you both for, for stepping up and doing this and massive congrats on all the success you've had with the podcast so far. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Wow. I don't know that I've ever cried on an episode. I have tears in my eyes. That was very <laughs> you know, powerful. It's interesting. You talked earlier about using the word legend and I always think of a legend as someone that's passed, but like Wade and I talk about you a lot and you really are a living legend. You are a legend that's like still here on earth. And we really are so grateful that you carved out time to spend time with us and to pour into our community. And I look forward to continuing to build a relationship with you. And I want to ask for everyone listening that's been so intrigued by your story and your energy and your enthusiasm, what is the best way for people to connect with you and stay in touch with following your teachings? Well, I appreciate that. And again, I really appreciate you having me on. I've been looking forward to this over the last few days when I saw it in the calendar. So I'm on all socials, but because you guys probably listening on a podcast, I have a podcast as well called the Network Marketing Ninja Podcast. You can go check that out. Just type in Network Marketing on the podcast apps or on Spotify and all that, and it should come up. But Network Marketing Ninja is the podcast we think. I think we're on about 130 episodes. We do our best with the titles to make it obvious what it's about. But yeah, I would, I would, def- I would definitely recommend checking that out. And I'd love to, to hear that person's story and would love to, uh, you know, see if they, t- if they tag us in, in a, an Instagram story so I can communicate with them and get to know their story as well if they got value from this podcast episode. Mm. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank so you. So for Fraser. anyone listening, if you got value out of this, take a screenshot of what you're listening to right now. You're probably listening on your phone and tag Fraser Brooks. Which, what's your handle? Fraser, Fraser Brooks, Brooks Online. Online. There we go. Yeah, Fraser Brooks Online. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, tag Frazier, tag Getting Magnetic, tag Sandy, tag Wade, and share it with people because honestly, the ultimate compliment is for you. If you're loving something, if you're getting value out of it, how we continue to spread our message is by loyal listeners like you continuing to share it. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Frazier. You're a legend. legend. We love you. So thankful for you. (laughs) That was better than I even visualized. And honestly, when he was going through those tips, his first one was like, make people feel like somebody. Mm. And he really does that. Like he didn't have to carve out time to be here with us today, but he did. And it just felt so special. He made me feel so special when he said, wait, pause. He literally put his finger up to be like, I need to say something. And we'd let him go. And he said 15 or 16 years from now. And he went into that whole bit on how our you know, future child is going to be listening to this like, wow, that's what mom and dad sounded like. Go mom and dad. And how, you know, this podcast is a legacy. It'll live out there on on the internet and it, our children or grandchildren be able to listen to it. That was, that like shook me to my core. Instant he, tears. He just, yeah, he does an amazing job of just making you feel special and, and transferring his energy to you. That was incredible. We can all do more of that in the world. So yes. take that nugget from Fraser today. And if you got value at today's episode, like Sandy mentioned earlier, this is actually something Fraser does with with his podcast. But wherever you're listening, screenshot it, share it. Sandy mentioned that because the biggest thing that keeps this podcast cast going is you guys, is you guys listening and supporting is, you know, some of the ads or certain things. That's what keeps this podcast going. And so we're so grateful for you. And we are borrowing this from Fraser too. We're going to launch, we're going to start doing for to be determined time frame. Whoever leaves a review from now, from the airing of this episode it, for the next week, a five-star review or whatever star you believe it is with a written review, we're going to pick a random review and we're going to PayPal you $50. This is on Apple, right? This is on yeah Apple Podcasts. So on Apple Podcasts, leave a review and we're going to pick one of the reviews and just PayPal you $50. Fraser does that. We're like, let's learn from the best. So we're going to read it on a future episode and we're going to send you that 50 bucks. So yes. pay it forward. If you're loving what you're listening to, let us know. We want to hear from you. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic. <laughs>